0: This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group and Harpy. It's Tuesday, December 5th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noelle Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about market moves, Federal Reserve projections, and more. So, you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice and turn on notifications. And just a reminder Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. Crypto markets seem to be holding within a new range after the weekend's astonishing climb. Yesterday, the Bitcoin price climbed to above 42,000, then it pulled back, then it climbed again, and is now hovering not far from its year to date high. According to Coindesk Indices, at 9 a.m. Eastern Time today, Bitcoin was trading up almost two tenths of a percent over the past 24 hours at $41,826. Ether was down 1.8%, trading at $2,200. One significant indicator of crypto market sentiment worth keeping an eye on is the market cap of key stablecoins. The largest in the market by far is Tether's USDT stablecoin. This is also the main trading pair for most crypto assets, including Bitcoin and Ether. Over the past month, roughly $4 billion has flowed into USDT. That's an increase of almost 5%, and suggests that traders are getting ready to get more involved in crypto markets. In macro matters, I want to point out something strange going on with US rates expectations. Last week, we heard several Federal Reserve officials, including Fed Chair Jerome Powell, push back on the idea that rates might be heading down soon. But markets weren't buying it, and rallied on the back of the prospect of lower rates within the next few months. I talked a bit about this in yesterday's episode, if you want to go back and give that a listen. Well, yesterday, both US stocks and treasuries dropped as traders started to think maybe they were overdoing the rates expectations a bit. But bond futures went the other direction, pricing in an even higher likelihood of rate cuts by the end of March. It's now over 60%, with a more than 40% probability of 2 rate cuts by June. And get this, the futures market is now pricing in a more than 70% probability of 5 rate cuts by the end of 2024. Meanwhile. The Federal Reserve's official projections of the federal funds rate for the end of next year suggests there will be only one. By now, we're used to the market not believing the Federal Reserve. But this level of disconnect feels extreme. To be fair, the Federal Reserve's projection of the Fed funds rate for the end of 2023 is too high. The latest official forecasts released in September have US interest rates ending this year at 5.6%. This is obviously higher than the current 5.3%. But another hike at next week's FOMC meeting, the final one for the year, is pretty much off the table going by recent comments from central bank representatives. We get new official forecasts next week including a presumably revised expected level of interest rates for the end of 2023 and 2024. But it's very unlikely we'll see the Fed coming around to the market's view. Whether we do or not, it might not matter, since the market recently seems to hear from Fed officials what it wants to hear and disregards the rest. But sentiment can turn quickly, as we have seen. So far this morning, bond prices are climbing again, which is bringing down yields. Earlier today, the US 10-year yield was back down to 4.2%, close to its lowest level since early September. In stocks, US indices were down yesterday, with the S&P 500 dropping half a percent, the Nasdaq losing 8 tenths, and the Dow Jones falling 1/10th. Futures today are pointing to continued losses. In Europe, the main indices were largely flat yesterday, and so today are mixed. With the FTSE 100 down six tenths, the German DAX up four tenths, and the broader Euro stocks 600 up one tenth. Asian stocks fell again in today's trading. Japan's Nikkei index was down 1.4 percent. The Shanghai Composite lost 1.7 percent, and the Hang Seng dropped 1.9 percent, reaching a new low for the year. In commodities, oil prices continue to head down despite Saudi Arabia's insistence that the announced OPEC plus production cuts would be honoured in full and could be extended well into next year. Earlier today, the brent crude benchmark was down three tenths of percent on the day, trading at $78.10 a barrel. After retracing from its all time high yesterday, gold is holding steady this morning, trading at $2,030 per ounce. Stay with us. After the break, we're going to take a brief look at a project that Coindesk has been working on for months, and that is sure to generate some debate. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. Participate in the Crypto Classic Trading Challenge from December 10th through December 15th for the chance to win cash prizes. Compete against your peers while test-driving your crypto strategies in a risk-free simulated environment. Visit CMEGroup.com/cryptoclassic to find out more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. This episode is sponsored by Harpy. The most advanced on-chain security solution for monitoring and protecting your crypto wallet from theft in real time. Harpy helps you detect, block, and recover compromised assets from malicious transactions before they execute, keeping your crypto safe from the threat of attacks, hacks, and scams. Secure your wallet for free at harpy.io forward slash marketsdaily. That's H-A-R-P-I-E dot forward slash marketsdaily. Welcome back! Today, I want to highlight the Coindesk Most Influential List. This is a list of the 50 characters that Coindesk believes have most contributed to the evolution of the crypto industry over the past year. These are not necessarily heroes. Some of them are people who have actively conspired to hurt the crypto industry, or who through arrogance or ignorance have hurt its reputation. For instance, SEC Chair Gary Gensler is on the list. I wonder how he feels about that. Also on the list is Caroline Ellison, former CEO of FTX's Alameda Trading, and, of course, the industry's archenemy, Senator Elizabeth Warren. Most on the list are positive forces for the industry, however. Some are developers that have pushed the envelope on functionality, such as Casey Rodermore, the creator of Ordinals, which brings data inscription and digital collectibles to Bitcoin, or Ogle, who is attempting to professionalize the business of recovering hacked funds. Some are crypto industry executives, such as Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong, who spent the market winter navigating regulatory rapids while helming the build-out of new services, products, and even a new blockchain. Or Jeremy Allaire, CEO of Circle, steadfastly advocating for responsible stablecoin regulation. Some on the list come from legacy finance, such as Franklin Templeton's CEO Jenny Johnson, PayPal's crypto lead José Fernández Aponte, and BlackRock's Larry Fink. Also featured are crypto-natives with influential voices and tireless stamina, such as Nassari's Ryan Selkis. There's a lot to think about in this list. Of course you're not going to agree with the whole selection, and of course there are many deserving names that didn't make it this year. The underlying point of the exercise is for us all to think about what we expect from our industry and its participants, even those who are adjacent rather than directly involved. We'll put a link to the full list in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and take a look at the original artwork that Coindesk commissioned for each entrant. And I'd love to hear which of Coindesk's selections you most agree with. Thanks for listening. That's it for today's show. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Acheson for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.